You're listening to the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Vakula, here to help you travel the world at next to no cost through credit card points, miles, benefits, and rewards. Make money, save money, and take advantage of great deals. Visit my website at hurdygurdytravel.com to contact me. Find me on social media, read episode transcripts, buy from my eBay store, and support the show through Patreon, Subscribestar, and referral links. Watch me on camera here on YouTube and listen on many podcast platforms. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Thanks for joining me for episode 49, Wells Fargo Hotels.com Credit Card Review. It's mid-September 2020, months into the current pandemic, and I'm once again surprised to see a new credit card. Chase is making moves with the upcoming Freedom Flex card. American Express is increasing welcome offers on multiple cards. First National Bank of Omaha released an interesting new Ford Pass credit card. And Wells Fargo sadly missed the mark with a new co-branded card with Hotels.com, even though the stock image for the credit card has Captain Obvious as the cardholder name. The Hotels.com Rewards Visa credit card gives a free night worth up to $125 through Hotels.com after you spend $1,000 in 90 days after approval. Quite an unimpressive welcome offer compared with so many entry-level cards or starter cards which offer cash bonuses, even some with Wells Fargo, of $200 or more. Many other commonly dubbed hotel credit cards, like the American Express Hilton Surpass card I reviewed in episode 43, offers points that can give five free nights atop many benefits for a $95 annual fee. The Chase World of Hyatt card offers a free night certificate in years two and beyond for a $95 annual fee atop a large sign-up bonus. The Radisson Rewards Premium Visa Signature Card, that's a mouthful, with U.S. Bank, that's a card I'm really starting to like and I'm aiming for in 2021, that gives 85,000 points as a sign-up bonus, free night certificates for high spenders, and much more for only a $75 annual fee. Here, it should be obvious that these small annual fees are well worth paying because they offer far more benefits than this no annual fee Wells Fargo card. Back to the Hotels.com credit card. The earnings structure is really lacking. According to Wells Fargo website, collect one stamp for every night you stay at an eligible property booked on Hotels.com and collect one stamp each time you spend $500 on purchases with your card. Collect 10 stamps, get one reward night. The stamp feature, at least for stays, is not even exclusive to the credit card. People who sign up for a free Hotels.com account gain stamps with hotel stays booked through the Hotels.com website or app. I imagine that most won't like the stamp-based reward program. I suppose we're back in the early 2000s buying coffee here with a punch card. Why not instead offer a points rebate on stays or offer points like many other loyalty programs? I imagine that many won't reach 10 stamps needed for a free night and they'll simply lose value. Even with non-points earning cards in many cases, people gain cash back from many cards and have immediate value rather than waiting for bigger goals. If you're not regularly staying and booking at Hotels.com, You'll need 10 stamps spending $5,000 on this card to get a free reward night. That's 500 times 10. And even with the stamps, according to Wells Fargo's website, you must pay taxes, fees, and other charges. It's also likely the case that booking through Hotels.com will invalidate status perks one might have with various hotel loyalty programs, like Hilton and Hyatt. It's really, really not looking good. And the price limit for a free night is unclear, at least at a quick glance. If the free night can be up to $125, like the free night from the welcome offer, that's an effective 2.5% return on spend. That's 5,000 times 
0.025 for 125 and you'll have to again pay taxes fees and other charges on the room so you might even consider the return to be less than 2.5 percent according to doctor of credits analysis of the credit card every 500 dollars spend is worth about 11 dollars for a close to 2.1 percent return which of course is even worse than the 2.5 percent estimate once again, America loves math, especially when hotel rates may vary, and it's unclear as to what qualifies as a free night. With 2.1% not too far from 2.5%, the argument for the Hotels.com credit card is even weaker when it's so close to the standard 2% return offered by many cards. Additionally, buying Hotels.com gift cards can be a good option for those who really, really want to book with Hotels.com for whatever reason. They can get progress toward free stays without spending on the Wells Fargo credit card. Savvy listeners can commonly find discounts on Hotels.com gift cards. They haven't been rare by any means thanks to American Express offers directly with Hotels.com and retailers who sell Hotels.com gift cards like Lowe's. One can even use many category bonuses at drugstores, office supply stores, warehouse clubs like Sam's Club, and grocery stores stacking grocery reward programs for even bigger wins. Even the Venmo debit card I mentioned in episode 41 you can get 5% back at drugstores, and Cash App Debit Card, also mentioned in episode 41, offers $7.50 off $75 or more purchases at grocery stores once per week. Yesterday, I used the Cash App Card also for 15% off at Home Depot, and I could have purchased Hotels.com gift cards. Cash App also offers Walgreens discounts, $7.50 off $50 in spending. I recently got approved for a Target Red Card Debit Card, with an offer of $40 off a future order of $40 or more. And one feature of the debit card is 10% off Hotels.com gift cards. Many, many possibilities. Most people, especially low spenders, would much likely be better off placing $5,000 in spend across multiple cards, probably favoring work toward multiple welcome offers instead of putting high spend on this Hotels.com credit card. Also considering an odd, restrictive, and unclear reward system, wouldn't you rather just place on another card? which would give about 2% or 2 times points in unbonus spend and more flexibility. Surely one would also rather spend in bonus categories on other cards and work toward other high spending goals, which give returns of 2.5% or better. The Hotels.com card, though, can be a volume play for high spenders with lots of cards. It's not a very convincing argument, but I'll do my best to make a case for this credit card. Thanks for making it to the halfway point of the episode. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe if you're listening through YouTube. If you're listening to this as a podcast episode, subscribe to my feed in your favorite podcast player program. Leave a review and share the episode found at hurrygurdytravel.com. Back to the show. Maybe 2.5% without a bonus category, as I explained, if you'll get that much. That can be nice for those who want to use many cards, but I imagine that people would prefer not only other credit cards first, even other Wells Fargo credit cards. I'm not a huge fan of Wells Fargo personal cards, mainly because they lack big sign-up bonuses. But even the popular Propel card has a $200 sign-up bonus and three times spending categories. The CashWise Visa gives a $150 sign-up bonus and 1.5% back on all spending. The Propel World card, if you can get it, it has a 40,000 point welcome offer, a $100 Air Incidental Credit, and a 175 annual fee, but it's waived in year one. I imagine that most people will want these three cards before getting the Hotels.com card, especially since one can only get one Wells Fargo personal card every 15 months. Maybe someone would want the Hotels card as 
a so-called starter card with no annual fee, thinking they will be approved since they have a Wells Fargo personal checking account for several years. I'm really trying hard to make an argument for this card, but even in this situation, I'd still favor other cards. Starter cards, for building credit, for rebuilding credit, like the U.S. Bank HD Visa, the State Department Federal Credit Union Visa, and the City Secured card I've mentioned in past episodes. People with credit scores around 700 and a clean credit profile will most likely favor Chase cards if they can get them, and they can also get other cards which will provide much, much, much more value than this Hotels.com card. Again, maybe the high spender super late in the game may want this card, but it's a super niche case. At the moment, I have 23 active cards, and I still can't see getting this card in the next three years, even if Wells Fargo sent me a pretty invitation and a guaranteed approval. My next Apparama is likely to include cards with Barclays, U.S. Bank, and finally, Navy Federal Credit Union, as I'm running low on options. I also have more American Express cards to get once I'm finished working on my Plum Card sign-up bonus. I'm also happy with stays at Hilton and Hyatt properties, so I wouldn't be so interested in this Hotels.com card. Hilton and Hyatt are easy to come by for me. I have Hilton Diamond and Hyatt Explorer status, large point balances with both programs, and more points that will be coming in. Why book with Hotels.com and pay fees on bookings, not have status perks, and face odd limitations like the value of reward certificates? Perhaps I'll be outside of a Hilton and Hyatt footprint in the future for some event. That would be very sad, but Hilton hotels have been common in all of my travels in the past 30 or so months. At worst, I've had to drive or take an Uber ride for about 30 minutes, and I could simply use cashback for multiple cashback cards I have for off-brand properties, rather than messing around with the Hotels.com credit card. Many listeners, like me, also have statuses with multiple casino loyalty programs like MGM and Caesars Rewards for free night potential or very low cash rates. Wrapping things up, the Wells Fargo Hotels.com credit card is underwhelming with a low welcome offer, low return on everyday spending, a loyalty program likely not worth being a part of, and unclear terms surrounding reward nights. Other Wells Fargo cards will likely be better options, and people would gain much more from other issuers. Maybe high spenders very late in the credit card game will like this card, but probably not. Just say no to the Wells Fargo Hotels.com credit card. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more content. Leave comments on the episode with your thoughts, especially if you have a good argument for this card. Visit my website at hurdygurdytravel.com to contact me, find me on social media, read episode transcripts, complete my free credit card questionnaire for a free consultation, buy from my eBay store, and support the show through Patreon, Subscribestar, and referral links. Watch me on camera on YouTube and listen on many podcast platforms. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Have a great day.